and I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 160. In this episode, we will be reviewing Hellbent chapters 27 through 29. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our... Thank you so much for the Tori Amos Easter eggs in this chapter, Lee Bardugo. <gasps> More Savigny casters. <laughs> Hi. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Surprise! Easter egg of my own. Um, So we got some shitties. We do. First we have Boston, Massachusetts. Ooh, and then we're going to Debrecen, Hungary. Woo! Thank you. Yay! Yay. So I feel like it's been a minute. Has it been a minute? It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, we're we're back. It's nice to be back. Um. Anyways, we've had a lot go on. Um, I love that in this little break that we had, one, we both went to go see Tori, the goddess. Yes. In concert. Yes. And that also happened to be the part of the story in Hellbent where we have the wonderful Tori Amos Easter egg. Yes. Loved it. Yeah. I love. Oh, come on, happy phantom. <laughs> mm. It makes so much sense, too. I know. It's... Um, it was such a great thing. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's just when Mercy is her death words that she's singing. She's singing a Tori Amos song that is all death words. And I love that Alex makes a remark back saying how perfect. Uh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. I love these characters so much more now. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> just knowing Alex like appreciates it and Mercy, I love that. And they're like young too. So. Yeah. They are. Yeah. So, I mean, and we're talking like, I mean, that, were they born when that album came out? No. Wow. No. Come on, girls. I'm so <laughs> proud of y'all for going back in the archives of Tori Amos. Oh, but she's got such, her archives are incredible. She has so many songs. Yes. Like, when you, I always am amazed if you find, like, the B-sides. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is not just a short, that list, I don't even ever think I've seen the bottom of it. I remember back in the day, um, this girl that I was, like, crushing on um, made me a, a tape of, like, all the B-sides at that time. At that time. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> it was front and back of, like, all of it. I treasured that thing, like, so much. I have no idea where it is. But um, yeah. I, that was, like, the greatest thing. <laughs> Like, oh my god. The best thing I owned. I mixtapes, like that was a passion and an art form that yes. I miss so much. I really do. I my friends and I like when if we sent you a mixtape, like I mean that was there was dedication, there was artwork in it, like I mean putting the songs in the perfect order and of course you have to decorate the cover mm-hmm. and but I mean getting like I mean it's all about the songs you pick. And the order they go in, and it's just, I don't know, I, I miss that so much. I wasn't one of those people that recorded a song that was on the radio. I did that a couple times, but I know a lot of people that would like, oh, yeah. oh that song's on, press record. Yeah. 
and um, I'm and I'm a little older than you, so like that. There, yeah. there was a very like point in time where that's all you had. Okay, so that was how you got your like recording of the song. Yes, gotcha. That makes sense. And you had to like pray to all things holy that the <clears throat> DJ wasn't going to like talk when the song started. Um, right. And then you would get really mad. Or if you didn't like hit record <laughs> at the right time. Um, but yeah, you would have to call in and request the song uh-huh. and then wait hours for it to come on. And they usually would talk at the end of it. Usually, like unless at the it, end or the beginning, like they would talk while the intro music was playing, and yep. you're like, "Shut up!" God, yeah, wow. But then, um, at the and then when I turned nine, I think then I was finally given this like all encompassing. Maybe I was a little younger, but it was all encompassing. Had the radio and the two tape decks, Ooh. so that you could yes. record. Yep. from one tape to the other, but you. But if you were only looking for one song, your your parents were not going to go buy a whole cassette no. for the one song. So I, that's why you had to get them off the radio or get them off of like someone else or, yeah. I think it's funny that we went from like so a t- a cassette tape like you could like those are I remember running around like holding my Walkman and like you know mm-hmm. you could jostle around and like you could still hear the song. But then we went to CDs. Yeah, and I tried so hard. To run with the CD player. No. Impossible. They, You had to baby them. Right. And it's just, it was such a cool thing when we went to CDs, but, oh my gosh. I am, um, and I, so lost the art form of being able to make a mixtape. You could then make a mix CD. However, I will say that, like, that changed it a bit. I don't think you got to put as much time, and it was just... Too easy. I mean, it took a lot of time because the download speeds to download oh. the song off of <clears throat> LimeWire. Okay, so that was bef- – I didn't – I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Yes. I spent, like, most of my college at my friend's house because, like, he had the fastest internet. And we <laughs> would stay up all night long, like, downloading the perfect songs. But then uh, <laughs> you never knew what you had. Until it was done. So it could have been a crappy recording or it could have been like a different mix that you didn't want or it could be a virus. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, and that computer probably is not working today. Yeah. So um, it it was a lot of work. Yeah. So I just did when I, I would have, I would record like, I mean, I'd, I'd burn the CD on my laptop, which I would take from my iTunes account, but that was way that was past. Yeah. But you can't even do that. Any Like, this iPad doesn't even have a CD play, place no, in it. No, there's no. There's no place to do that. <laughs> you can't even. I remember when it was Ryland's birthday, and I wanted what I, I knew what I was going to get him for his birthday. I Because it was when he was getting into mm-hmm. electronic music. Mm-hmm. And I created a playlist that I was so excited for. Could I get him that? I don't think I ever was able to actually get it to him because I couldn't take it and put it on anything. Yeah. I had to like – I had to buy an MP3 player or something mm-hmm. like that. That didn't work. No, it, I, I think we did give that yes. to him. I'm on the show, by the way. Did it – So um, I'm sitting here realizing you've dated all of us. Like when you've <laughs> – yes. When you said LimeWire and uh-huh. – yeah, We're certainly dated now. Uh-huh. 
Okay, but so— You did give him an MP3 player with the stuff on it. Okay, but that was the whole thing. I had yeah. to buy an MP3 player mm-hmm. to give—and I don't think it went in the order that I wanted, though. Probably I not. think it had to, like— what is going on? I just think it's so crazy <laughs> today that you can't, like, share music. Like, it's all because they don't want, you know, illegal music or whatever. I don't mind the way things are now because it's, like, you can get it quick. You can get it fast. Yes. Um, You can get it free. So I appreciate it just because that- I'm into so much music and so much new music. So I appreciate that. But, yeah, you can't – I mean, you can – that aspect, I agree. You can you can make a playlist and send someone that playlist. The only thing, like, I had an iPod, and I took all of my CDs, and I put them in iTunes, and I put them on my iPod, and that's what I use forever. And now that we have all the streaming services and internet on our phone all the time, that's all I use. And yeah. I realize if the internet's ever out, I don't know where my iPod is. Like, the music will go away if we don't have internet right then. I mean, how many people download their music collections anymore on an iPod? Oh, a few of us. <laughs> I, you can put it on the. I, there's a there's a place like in um, in Spotify where you can yeah. download your playlist. So like I have a massive playlist that's downloaded for like fly for like flights and stuff. Yeah, and you can share playlists on Spotify. And so that's one thing. Like I haven't. Spotify is a big thing that I like. I remember my friend Matt Brayman uses it a lot, and he shared. He has shared a playlist with me before, and, like, I guess I just haven't used it a lot. Um, I use Apple stuff a lot, but, I mean. So and I don't have Apple Music, so right. anytime you send me. Oh, so you never. I have to go in to Spotify to open the song up. Because Does it do it automatically, no. or you have to go find it? I have to go oh manually do it. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I now know. I, like. I always thought that when it said share the song, I'm like, oh, great. Well, Spotify is to. free, so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, now you know. Yeah, now I know. <laughs> now I know. So, um, okay. So let's see what else has been going on. Because that was <laughs> a tangent just to, down um, our memory Did I lose lane. you? <laughs> <laughs> there was like a blank there for a second. Yeah, I know. I was there just like whew, thinking. I was thinking about all the times that I've sent people's songs mm-hmm. and how nobody probably has ever been able to listen. Do you remember what your first cassette was? Yep. Oh, you wanted to tell you? Yes. Yeah, everybody share their first album. First okay, album. Okay, so there's a different. First cassette. Let's go first cassette. Okay. My very first cassette was Ace of Bass. That tracks. <laughs> I could see that. Yep. And then my very first CD that I bought my own, my own album. I actually got two. This is so weird. Janet by Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. At the same time that I got Aerosmith. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and um, followed very closely behind by Bjork, which okay. I only bought because I thought the cover was beautiful. And I remember the music video, but didn't know anything about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next. Um, <laughs> my first cassette was Young MC. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That was my first cassette. Okay. My parents were very progressive. Um, and then my first CD was Aerosmith. Okay. The Cow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, Chris? Oh, I'm embarrassed now. So, my first cassette was New Kids on the Block. Aww. KOTB. I had those, too. And my first uh, CD was PM Dawn. 
Ian wow. Dawn. I don't know what that is. I, I heard it is. I would sing it, but not on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's, still, what's still their got hit? It. We'll listen to it, lady. Lady? Later. What's their hit? Um, uh, what kind of music? I can't remember the name of the song. I'll, I'll sing it. I'll, sing, I'll, I'll go off the mic on the Set show. Set adrift and sing on memory ear. bliss. No, you have to do everything on air. People have to hear. Oh, okay. come on. Ugh. So we're just sitting here. <clears throat> um, but Set Adrift okay. on Memory Bliss was their big okay. hit. Well. Oh, that's not the one I listen to all the time, but. That was yeah. their big one. Oh. Interesting. What does PM Dawn stand for? Prince B and DJ Minute Mix. Ooh. Come, come on, on, Minute, Minute Mix. mix. <laughs> Ooh. Goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I feel really uh, weird. I have this weird, really weird <clears throat> feeling right now. Like, it's in, it's like a half foot in, like, the 90s and, like, <laughs> I, know. I don't know. It's very strange. Music is going that way. I know we've talked about this a lot, so yeah. I'm going to try to keep it short. But there's also... um. Kim Petras is someone that I really like because she's a one. She's she's an amazing trans artist out there. She's great, um, but her out she find she put out another album recently, like just recently. And when I was listening to it, I it's very '90s dance, mm-hmm. like the song, like the beats, and like I love that. Like I, I mean, I just I don't know. I love the '90s dance and like beat and all that stuff. I just thought it was neat. So. I was thinking about that, but yeah, we we love. I will always love '90s music. Well, yeah, no, there is studies out there saying anything that you listen to between the ages of 16 and 18 are what you're going to listen to forever. Yeah, and so, that makes sense. Yeah, you mesh with it. I mean, you have these huge parts of your life that I, mean, I don't know. You connect with it on all these different. But that's a whole. Yeah, that's a whole other. And pod then though. I just watched a whole psychological study on people who listen to heavy music. Like heavy metal and like heavy rock. Yeah. And they, <laughs> the study showed that the smartest people, the people with the highest IQs end up liking that kind of music and that they're the nicest people and that they're the most well-adjusted people and like all of these great, amazing things. I was like, yes. That's awesome. Duh. Compared to the stereotype that I'm sure people give it. Oh, Yeah. People. And they're say- and they're saying that there is no like violent correlation whatsoever. That typically the people who are most violent don't listen to the, that music because it's yeah. an outlet. Exactly. That's what music. So, is. that's what music is. That's what art is. I was like, duh. Duh. I mean, of course. Duh. <laughs> so, um, gonna switch gears here real quickly. Um, I didn't know that The Witcher, the season three, was coming out. Like this past Friday. Yes. So that surprised me. I, I was really excited about it. Um, they lost me with the last season, so I'm not excited. You didn't? Did you watch it all? Or Yeah. I just was. I had to force my way through it. I like. I wow. loved the first season. Yeah. That's so weird. Because I know we talked about this before. I had to force myself through the first season <laughs> two times. And then really got into the story the second season. And now I was like. And I really like the. The other, like, um, they put on another show that was correlated to Blood Origin or something. Yeah, something like that. I liked that. I never, I you never even, watched I it. I didn't even see. The, yeah, the world. There's a lot of world building in there, and I haven't gotten it all. So that's probably why I'm fascinated with it because there's that makes sense. Attracts. Yeah, it does. There is one show that you and Chris need to watch, though. Have you seen Glamorous yet? 
I started it. Okay. Watched episode Y'all one. Y'all need to watch it. I like it. I like episode it's one. It's cute. Glamorous. Glamorous. I, um, I think it looks great so far. Um, I do find it very... I wonder whether this happened... I don't know whether you and Chris will even understand this, but what the main character, um, I don't know her name, but she was from Sex and the City. Oh. Yeah. Kim. So she, Kim, yeah. So she plays Samantha in Sex and the City. So that show dropped exactly at the same time that season two of... Just like that. The, just like that dropped. Yes. Which, um, by the way, I, I loved Just Like That season one. Um, I watched all the Sex and the Cities. Um, I was going to say I didn't watch it while I was on the air. I was forced. And then I kind of like, after so many times of seeing it over and over again, because I was with someone that was obsessed with it, I kind of just got into it. I like the, this newer stuff that they're putting out. <laughs> um, have you seen any of it? Mm-hmm. Do you like it? It's, it's okay. It's one of those <clears throat> things. It's like, it's mind numbing. Right. So it's easy to watch. <laughs> Like, I'm not, like, into it. Like, I was doing other things. So it was, yeah. like, on while I was doing, like, other things. But, yeah. It's, it's. I think they're doing a good job. I think it's interesting just because um, I really like Sarah Jessica Parker. I really do. I think she's just really fun to watch. And, like, I like this character that she plays. I like um the whole Carrie Bradshaw thing. And I love the fashion. Come yeah. on. Come on, fashion. Well, it's a very... um. It's very gay. It's a very gay show. show. Yes. yes, it is. I have a question. I hate the gay for men Chris. On the show, though. Can you hear the um, the pitter patter sound? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> One thing. So when Eric is talking and like when he's having a full on conversation, he pats his feet. I just noticed that when you were t- <laughs> when you asked that, and I stopped. I and don't I was notice like, it here, but I do notice <clears throat> it in the house when he's. He pitter patters his couch. feet while these. It's really cute. Sometimes it's actually to each syllable when he yes. talks. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, I've noticed, <clears throat> it's been going, like for years <clears throat> I've noticed it, like while we were doing, and I've never said anything, but like it's loud today because you actually have like a hard sole on your shoes today. Mm. And so <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening to it while you're talking. And I was like wondering if everybody else could hear the like pitter patter while you talk. Hopefully not. That's hilarious. It's cute. When you said it, all of a sudden I was like, oh, my feet are pittering. <laughs> so I stopped it. And then you continued talking. I was like, oh, my God, she was talking about me. I didn't notice it till you said that. But it's cute. Interesting. Because I, I know that you can't control it. And I know you're not thinking about it like at all. So it's just one of those like. It's one of those best friend things that you just notice, you know, or like. I only do it somebody when I talk. Would, yeah, like when you're having a conversation, you just like even when <laughs> you're like I'm... even when we're doing the podcast and you're reading off your notes or like reading, especially when you're reading like a quote like from the book, your feet just like do this little like pitter patter. It's just so cute. Well, if I was in a boat, I would just be <laughs> boop moving you along, swimming to shore. You won't have to worry if if yeah, I, I should be in charge of a little boat and we. I don't know why. Hey, yeah. Hey, no. <laughs> they can't even hear you. That made no sense. Excuse me. <clears throat> okay, so I didn't mean to get you choked <clears throat> up. That's funny. I didn't. I'm gonna try not to. Know. I won't notice it. I'll forget about it in a second. Um, You're gonna hyper focus on it. For I a will minute, for a minute, and, and then, then I will like totally forget about it. So, uh-huh. okay. So, should we get into Hellbent? Sure. 
Okay. So, okay. So we find like the last, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've got some stuff in my throat. Um, by the way, we just got done celebrating. Uh, we had our family over. It was, um, I know that you're probably hearing this on a completely different day, but it's yeah. Independence Day here in the U.S. And or we- Treason Day. Treason Day, yeah. <laughs> Just hot dog, hamburger, and hot weather day. Extravaganza. Yeah, and fireworks. So we just got done doing that extravaganza, and we're – that's how I feel. And hopefully by now everybody was able to travel where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It was apparently a really rough week, I understand, for anybody traveling and flying. This is on the show, by the way. Don't don't think you're sitting here paused. Thank you. Um yeah, apparently a lot of airlines and such shut down. I experienced mm-hmm. part of it too on my trip, but um, they said this is the busiest travel season yet. So is that normal for 4th of July? Do people really travel on 4th of July often? I didn't know that. I think it's I think it's something about this year. Um, one, there's not enough people working in the airports and there's not enough like people <laughs> – like staff to run as many flights. So the flights are insanely busy and like booked up. And they are even saying with like passports, like good luck wow. even getting a passport by the end of the summer. Wow. So I think a lot of people are traveling. Yeah. yeah. I had a delayed flight on, uh, actually I had a canceled flight on Wednesday and they couldn't book it for five more days. Oh my gosh. I had to pay double to fly on another airline and there was one seat left. Wow. I, I explained I would have flown in the wheel wheel. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was rough. I have never seen, when I came to pick him up, I have never experienced traffic at the airport like I did that day. Yeah. And I shouldn't really talk about this on the podcast because no one's going to understand it, but it was just pretty much getting off the exit mm-hmm. where the airport was is where the traffic began for yeah. the airport, which I've just. That you was, have to go in <clears> the back way. <clears throat> I. Yeah, it was nuts. So, yeah, travel is really crazy. It's picked up a lot. It has. This trip that I was going to go on that I ended up not being able to go on, I was going to have to drive up to Boston because the flights were, like, so expensive and there weren't choices. And um, I have a friend that works for airlines, so she was like, I can give you my benefits and I can put you on for this amount, but it was still an insane amount. Right. It's like it's cheaper for me to take like three days to drive up there. Yeah. Buying plane tickets now, unless you know like a year and a half in advance. Crazy. That the prices are going to be better. Like it's just, but it's insane. Okay. So, but the travel to hell. The travel to hell. Mm, we're going straight there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. we're there. We are there finally. Um, and we just finished chapter 26, which was that long read. Yeah. But it was good. I enjoyed it. I was um, very— And I will say, like, I enjoyed that we went, that we read the chapters we did because it was, like, a moment to breathe. Because yeah. not a lot happened. I didn't have to make 800,000 notes or, like, really— So there, it was, like, a moment to breathe. <laughs> it was a good spot. It yeah. was, like, I mean, we just—it's like we just landed. Mm-hmm. You know? We descended. We made our descent. Um, however— I wanted to like do more research than I actually found time to do because I just know that she put a lot of time and effort into the hell she created. And I wonder how much of this, I'm, I'm sure a lot of this is historically like, I don't want to say accurate because we don't know, but you know, part of someone's history. Um, I think some of them 
I think it would have been taken from other religions right. or like Greek mythology. Yep. Um, like the whole um, Darlington with his rocks back and forth, back and forth. It reminded me of Sisyphus. Okay. Who was the guy that had to keep rolling the rock at the top of the mountain and it would roll back and he'd have to roll it back up oh, to the wow. top of the mountain. And it reminded me oh, of that. Yeah. Because, you know, Darlington was like, must keep going. Right. And it's just this rock, like, piling back and forth. And it reminded me of a Greek. Because in, like, Greek mythology, there was, like, punishments. You right. know, like, you would have yeah. to do a task or, like, yeah. So it reminded me of that. So I, I imagine she I probably like took some from that. Yeah. I, I'm i sure that's exactly where it came from, to be honest. I think there's a lot of stuff in here that if I... I'm going to do that next time, actually, hopefully be able to look and see, because I just, I was really excited to read it. And it's weird that we do feel kind of this sense of calm, I feel, since we've descended and where we are in the chapter. Like, I don't feel like, I don't know, you're right, where it's like we, that uh, chapter 26 was this huge, long descent, and now these chapters did cover, like, I mean, it's kind of, I felt like it was a little bit more relaxing. I um, mean, the wolves are not relaxing. No. But. The whole. But it's just like it's a I, I feel like she did a good job in her writing as in it's just sometimes if it's just so action like boom boom like you know yeah. you get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. This was a good breather. Mm-hmm. Um so we start off, um, and I think I finally got the answer of my question where we ended with Heli seeing Alex near these trees. And not and telling her like remember, like I think it was the last chapter where she was like don't pick the she was near trees and I was like what is she doing what are these trees and now we're starting and they're all in trees yeah the trees but the fact that they they've all seen each other's murder stories that's interesting so they all know this like they've they've seen and felt yeah. that from everybody there's even a line about like you shouldn't know that much about a person right um it's. And it's interesting that they were all able to see that. Like, I mean, and in that time, and like, I love that Alex is surprised by Turner. She mm-hmm. seems like just like he's not a Boy Scout or like a Golden Boy is like the way she says it. So I think that. Um, but the one thing that did confuse me a little bit is like, they, so they're walking through a hell version of New Haven. It's like a parallel universe type thing. Like Stranger thing. Things, right? Yeah. Okay. Because that's what it was totally reminding me of. Mm-hmm. Um, things are very similar, but also very different. Um, I liked the image of the bruised sky. Yes. it's Like that was such a moment for me. It's, an, it's just really good imagery mm-hmm. to like imagine. And I think it's, it's incredible. I love that they they've made it and like they're like are we dead like i mean is that over and it's but because it's a parallel uh whatever new haven they know that they need to go to black elm right and and they find and everything just seems so weird and kind of and creepy and also they all are what they're wearing they notice that alex so alex has got that blue flame that we know from the wheel walker thing mm-hmm. from the end of the last book. And she has armor on, but it's like battle armor. And yep. like they all have like clothing on that was for their like part. Yeah. Um I would love to see was it trips? The like white ceramic y like or I would love to see that. What was okay, what was his part again? 
I can't remember. The Prince. The Prince. Okay. Huh. I would, yeah. I think these are neat. Like, the imagery is incredible to think about, and it makes me really want to see the show. Yeah. I know it's, but, um, and we do have to remember, their bodies are, like, actually, like, I mean, Mercy's watching their bodies. Like, yeah. I mean, so this is all really, it is, like, kind of dreamlike, and, um, and it reads that way, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it reads very dreamlike. Um, because it's kind of almost, we're in Alex's head through, like, I mean, we're narrated through Alex, Alex's head through this story, through this chapter, or th- through the beginning of it. And it's, um, it's interesting because it kind of just, it almost, the way it reads is like a dream. The storyline just keeps on kind of like, I feel like it's hard to keep up sometimes. Mm-hmm. It just changes really quickly. Um, and how do you feel like, I mean, so they, there's this sudden like fear that Turner keeps bringing up and it's about the wolves that are behind them. But I think, but you don't, before you know it's the wolves, it's like she keeps on having these moments where she's like, I don't want to look over my shoulder, but I feel like I need to look back. But, like, it's just like, I thought that was really interesting. I'm just like, I want, like, do you think she was, what are those wolves? Like, I mean, are they, like, I mean, are they just demons that are trying to, like, they hadn't done anything with Darlington yet? I think they're a manifestation of the devil or devil angels or, like, okay. whatever. I think they're just, like, a physical... Not, I mean, kind of physical, but they're a manifestation of that because they're quoting scripture right back right. at them. Like Turner's like, oh, I got this. And he starts like spouting off scripture, kind of like the power of Christ compels you. Right. And the wolves are like, nah. That was creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really creepy part because I didn't, that's actually out of this entire section, the part that really gave me the chills the most is when the demon started quoting scripture back Mm -hmm. and you could tell like it obviously did the same to turner he was like totally (laughs) freaked like whoops and hell was just so weird and so they're trying they find darlington and And she actually gets a hold of his soul yeah in her little box oh her little box she's like holding it in her hands right and Right when you think, like, I mean, things, I mean, they're not going great. I mean, they're kind of getting. Well, yeah, but you think, like, she's got, she's got it in her hands, like, leave, run. <laughs> right. And then, all of a sudden, I don't know what, what it. It was the wolf. I mean, the wolves were like, you can't steal anything from hell. Right. You can't take something. And at the, at that, at that exam same time we also have an issue with what's going on with mercy because all of a sudden they start noticing that the metronome has uh-huh. stopped clicking or whatever yep and she's talking to somebody yep and all and darlington seems okay like he actually doesn't he seems pretty calm he's like i got you know, it yeah you know what alex you found me once you'll find me again wonderful what let's I'll book yeah. my next cruise. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. He's like, go ahead. You'll find me again. I'll take care of the wolves. You go ahead. And he seems... <laughs> it's so weird. It's um, it's so creepy. And then I feel like we just got to hell, and then all of a sudden, boop. Yeah. We're out. And that's exactly what it was. It was just... It was very short-lived, right? Yep. Okay. Um. However, it wasn't in their timing. They would have stayed longer, but I think it definitely has to do with the fact that, what's his name? Arling, whatever. Arlington. 
Yeah, that's what it is. Anselm. Anselm. A-N-S-E-L-M. Yes, which is the guy that um, Alex got to, you know, go to the crab shack with. Yes. <laughs> it's not the crab shack. It was um, the funny name. Yeah, Shell and Bones. Shell and Bones. Yeah. Yes. Um, but at the end of, like, one one of the readings that I thought was really interesting at the back, at the end of one of the, the chapters, you know, where it has the different diary entries, is the, I think it was after 27, is Lethe Day's Diary of Rudolph Kitcher. That was, I don't think I caught that the very first time that I read it. It is all about the first trip to hell. And I know, Terry's giving me the look like, wow, you didn't catch that the first time you read this? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm going to just be kind and just let you talk. Um, yeah, didn't catch that. Um, this is the first time. So it's it just brings a, a lot of light into my head as in where the story could keep on going mm-hmm. because we know they're we know they suspected that there obviously had to be a, a trip to hell before them. However, they didn't know much about it. However, with this information, we've got diary entries. I mean, we, I think there's going to be a there's going to be a lot to play with. I think this is going to whether it's the next book or I just I don't know. I see that. I think it's really interesting, um, especially since we're finding out how like it really was just it seems it's as scary as they as it's meant to be, <laughs> making a gauntlet and going to hell in it. But um, anyways, moving forward, we're back to New Haven. Yeah, and we're back to reality. Back to reality <laughs> yeah um it doesn't there's see, not a lot there's only a couple pages yeah but it's basically like a lot happens in it michael saying you're out yeah i i do love that when he um like turner when he's come he comes back from hell mm-hmm. it is you definitely notice he is part of this team now he is like he is on board with alex and he actually sticks and, up for them yeah, yeah, that was – I loved that part when – Oh, no, I full-on noted it okay. because, like, it was a big deal. Yeah. What is his exact line that he says? Do you have – I don't. He says something. He, he says something like at least they're doing something. These are these two don't back down. These two will do whatever. Um, it is interesting that, like, I mean, this guy is so – like, I can't even – I don't want – I can't remember his real name, so let's get what's another name we can come up with him because he's the preeter, right? No, he's the old preeter. He's, uh, no. Turner's quote: "This is the first real thing I've seen Lethe or any of you hand waving, cloak wearing hacks try to do. Say what you want, but these two don't back down from a fight." Wow. And the line and after he, that, Alex is. It says something like, "Alex stands up straighter," or, or his parting words made her stand up straighter, but pride wasn't going to do her good now. Um, but yeah, like Turner seems to like stay out of a lot of things, but yeah, yeah, he actually is like, yo, (laughs) they're actually doing something. What are you doing? I think going to hell and actually seeing it, seeing Darlington is there. Mm -hmm. Um, we have to, I keep on forgetting, but I mean, he had a relationship with Darlington before Alex came around. Um, but yeah, he's pretty, he, they gotta get rid of it. They're not in Lethe anymore. They're not allowed to go back um, out and unfortunately it's like i mean dawes is really upset by it which of course like i mean alex is but um alex even tries like 
saying, you know, just put her on probation. Um, and it's like, I'm confused a little bit on like, why? Like, I mean, he's just, he's just because they broke into hell. Like, I mean, like, it's just, they didn't let anything out. Like, I mean, I don't know. To me, it just seems. Well, they re- did, but. Oh, yeah. Right. We know something about that. But his reasoning is just like, I mean, you just broke a rule. So we're, but we're going to get you, like, who, so who's going to be leafy now? You're taking away, like, I'm sure you're going to bring people in, but not. Oh, that was the whole thing that she thought, like, Michelle was coming in to do now. So that is, yeah. And that's the, that's a weird part. So, like, I mean, we, one, Mercy knows a lot about what has gone on. Alex feels, um, they sometimes feel cold, and I guess it's their brush against hellfire. Mercy lets mm-hmm. them know. But when they go back to class, the first run-in, because there's two, is the Michelle run-in. Yeah. And there's just something that is really off by that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Because, like, everything that she asks or every answer or everything, it's, it's off. Um, because she doesn't seem shocked that there was a second murder. Right. She lied about her whereabouts. Like, there's all kinds of inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But don't worry. It gets weirder. (laughs) Because then, just to knock it all out, like, she sees somebody else. And who does she see? But, oh, our dear old friend, Helly, that we've heard about this whole time. Helly's just, like, walking around campus, like. (laughs) Yeah. And she goes up to her. She. And Helly actually is talking back to her and like it's and she just like falls for it. See, that's the that's the part that I I actually don't connect to this and feel it. Actually, this part was hard for me to actually like be a part of and believe because the minute she hears Helly talk, I mean, she's just like, yep, you're here. You're alive. Um, I love you. I mean, she just. Well, she. She thinks that somehow Helly came out of hell um, as a gray because okay. because at, when she was there, she was connected back to Helly again with that descent. Correct. And yeah. there's no way for her to know what she's brought back with her. So she was thinking that like somehow because she's broken that barrier that Helly is like, that Helly has oh. been a gray, like as fought has like been able to come back as a gray, but then as she's talking to her more, she realizes she's not a gray and she like, she hugs her like Helly, like hugs her and she can smell her and feel her. And so again, there's parts, you know, Alex is like, I don't know what I've done. Like, I don't know like what we've let back in by breaking that barrier. So I don't think she has any choice, but to like, Try to fix whatever is happening, but then when Helly starts saying weird things, right about like I know what that mouth is good for. Or that mouth is only good for one thing. Then she was like, "Wait, Wait a, a second. Yep, you do not sound like Helly. No, no, she's sounding like the boyfriend that like abused her, and it's really creepy. Um, obviously, she's a demon, and then um. The, I did. Ca- I, I thought this was neat. I guess like I'm, I know I did catch it the first time, but I do love how Lee makes sure to reference that she sees that little boy gray that yeah. 
is scared mm-hmm. of Heli, like frightened. And that's like the, I don't know whether it's the first thing that tips her off, but she does recognize it. Like, yeah. okay, something is scary out here. Something I need to be getting away. But at that moment, she doesn't realize that it's actually Heli that she needs to be getting away the from. The more Heli is saying weird things, the more scared the gray is getting. And I think that that helps yeah. Alex to be like, whoa, wait a second. And she's, so the way that she like, kills it because she does end up killing it is with the salt pearls or the salt yeah like, she mashes one of the pearls yeah on the forehead and it goes Bleh. it just yeah skull crushes and then she's just on the phone and she's like okay y'all Dawes, we need to have a team meeting everybody get to elba stone i know that we aren't allowed there but oh and well, by i think too she's realizing that if this is happening to her it's probably happening to everybody else right Smart thing. Yeah. I mean, and it's horrifying. And she makes the statement, like, don't let anybody in. Don't trust. Regardless of whether you know them or not. Yeah. Or if they're, don't talk to anybody that's died. Or, like, doesn't she say, like, I don't know. It's something weird like that. Maybe I'm putting that in my head. But it actually was a great place to end, I think. We we did end on a, like, you know, a good spot. Don't let anyone in who shouldn't be alive. There we go. Yeah. Um, but another thing I was going to bring up, it was in kind of the end of chapter 28 where we were talking about Turner. Yeah. Um, sticking up for them. Dawes actually sticks up for, um, for Alex. That you're right. When she was like, she fought for him. Yep. Like you guys did not like she actually did. Yeah. So. We we're getting into this like territory of of a of a shift where everybody was suspicious of Alex and a lot of people didn't seem like they were they believed in her all that much, but now we're in this shift of like everybody except for Michael Anselm. Right. <laughs> raising her up and like standing behind her. Yeah. I think everybody like I think even like everybody's seeing the truth in everybody. I think maybe they didn't know what everybody's motivations were. Yeah. And I think Dawes was definitely like, what is the motive, like motivation with Alex trying to get Darlington? And I think that, but yeah, it's, they've been to hell now yes. all together. So, I mean, they have, they have a bond they and do. they've seen each other's and felt each other's murder stories. So yeah, they've, <laughs> they've got something. Cause there was even a part where Alex was like, she could taste the chlorine water and, yeah. That boy trips whatever his name was. Yeah. They could feel her they feel his feet. Ugh. Yeah, weird. Yeah. It's um it's we're getting somewhere. I'm I'm excited. I just I, I do think it's interesting that we keep on the book is called Hellbent and we go to hell for like boop boop. <laughs> well we finally got to hell. <laughs> um so but apparently we're not done. We're, nope. We definitely have to go back. because We have to go back and we can't wait for a date of importance. We have to do it like immediately. We can't. Also, we're now in trouble. Right. We've got <laughs> things are a little bit more. They're not going to be as easy. And the ring around Demon Darlington is is wavering. Right. That's fading. Yeah. So we've got an issue there. Um, and... So they're not going to, it's not going to be easy to be able to use anything from Leafy either. Yeah. Um, and apparently we know we have at least one demon that is out. 
and trying to kill them, do something. So I don't know how you get that back to hell. I mean, you say, sorry, this came back with me. I mean, I'm just like to make a return. I have my receipt. (laughs) Hasn't been 30 days. Do you accept it? Um, We'll see. Um, Hey, we're getting there. It's it's exciting. um, I'm enjoying this read. Um, so, but, okay, well, so, uh, let's see, next, next chapters we're going to cover are 30 through 32, I think that's a good amount, it's not too much, um, but I don't know the plot, so, I mean, hopefully it'll, like, with those (laughs) chapters, hopefully we'll be good, but, um, yeah, we're definitely at the, like, we're not the end, but we're halfway through, so, I mean, things... We're definitely getting to the climax, kind of. Um, yeah. Okay. All righty. All right. Well, in well, we love you all. Um, yep, we'll see you all next week for chapters 30 through 32. And, um, yeah, hope you all are having a wonderful day, relaxing wherever you are. Um, long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff. We love you. 